Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. In episode 90 of Holy Shenanigans podcast, prayer is for everyone. We learn from a Jesus story where Jesus prays for everyone and means everyone. Would you like to learn more about prayer? Stay with us as we hear about the expansive practice of prayer. You are heartily invited to this space of prayer. It is for everyone. This week's Jesus story is all about a prayer he prays for his disciples, and then for all of his followers, even those yet to begin following. He says, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. While there's a lot more to say about chapter 17 of John's Gospel, today I am caught up in the simple and profound fact that Jesus prays. Jesus prays for his disciples, his followers, and then prays for unity, oneness, and connection with God for those who will believe. The fact that Jesus prays for his disciples is impressive, but then Jesus does not limit his blessing and prayer there. Jesus extends his prayers for those yet to believe. Jesus goes above and beyond the expectation of compassion and inclusion and prays for those who are yet to be. Talk about someone with a vision for the future, right? Jesus pre-prays for people generations to come. If we can let go a little bit of analog time, we can understand that Jesus prays for people who are not yet present. Jesus prays for the people now and into a someday, for those people to be held in the love and unity of God. This is a beautiful prayer, isn't it? 
The fact that Jesus prays in such a wide expanse challenges the way that I understand the practice of prayer. Prayer, it seems, is not limited to my particular time. Prayer moves both inside and outside of time in a way that is amazing and confounding. If Jesus prayed for his followers as well as those yet to follow, I think there is much to be learned about prayer and how we might get about this practice of prayer in a more expansive way. Psalm 57.2 says, I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills their purpose for me. Prayer was a practice of Jesus. It seems it can be an expansive practice for us as well. Theologian Phyllis Tickle says this about prayer. Prayer is a non-locative, non-geographic space that one enters at one's own peril, for it houses God during those few moments of one's presence there, and what is there will most surely change everything that comes into it. Prayer, its opal walls polished to transparency by the centuries of hands that have touched them, is the tabernacle realized and the wayside chapel utilized. Ever traveling as we travel, moving as we move, prayer grips like home until the heart belongs nowhere else and the body can scarcely function apart from them both. Prayer is dangerous and the entrance way to wholeness. The life of prayer is a land of great adventure and discovery, only it's not necessary for you to pack a suitcase or to acquire a passport. But for some reason, cultivation of a prayerful life is something that many people find daunting. I have often felt frustrated by the challenge of consistent prayer, for its call for pause and pausing can be challenging, at least for me. Because of my challenge to pause, I've been experimenting with many different kinds of prayer practices throughout my whole life, from praying the hours to Lexio Divina, to reading a book of common prayer, to the book of Celtic daily prayer, and even praying in color. But in its simplest sense, praying is a conversation with God. When I teach youth about prayer, I compare it to making a phone call. Someone in the group is a dialer. Some are the talkers and the listeners, and another is the goodbye or the hang-up person. But I wonder if I can transfer this phone call analogy to my solitary prayer life. This might help as well. Another thing, sometimes I think I have to shield God from the things that are hard or painful or challenging. But in the action of prayer, I'm reminded that God can take it. God can handle it. God does not get weary from listening to me. Prayer is a space for honest talk with God, a place to bring all of the things that are on our hearts and minds. It's not performance. It's prayer. It's a conversation. It's a place where we can center our focus on God and know that the God we pray to prays for us as well. Prayer is a spiritual practice that can travel with you to all spaces, situations, and times of life. A while ago, I heard the quote, pray as you can, not as you can't. 
and it reminded me that I shouldn't think my prayer life needs to be perfect before I share it with God. That would be really missing the point of prayer. Prayer is the act of sharing life with God, and God knows my life isn't perfect. God desires to be in the mix of it with all of us. God desires to have us call out to them in all circumstances, not just the happy and joyful, but all times of our lives. So in this adventure of prayer, it's important to find some tools that are helpful, but most important to remember that God really wants to hear from us. Prayer is like making a phone call. There's talking and listening and sharing life, the concerns and the joys. So don't hesitate to dial a prayer wherever you are. A passport or long distance plan is not needed. Just you and God where you are. Let us pray. This week's poem is a song about prayer that I wrote to help people understand that prayer is a conversation with God, to share our longings, our hardships, our sorrows, and our joys. Prayer is for everyone. Remember, Jesus prayed for it to be so. Jesus prayed for us to be included in God's kingdom, connected beyond the limits of time and space, to be one. It is my hope that this song is a space for you to try on a prayer practice for yourself. Between the stanzas, I invite you to pause the music and to add your own prayers. And when you're ready to move on, restart the music. Or if you'd like to sing along, sing along. Or if you'd like to add your own verses, please do. Prayer is for everyone, including you. God, hear our prayer. 
I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Holy Shenanigans Podcast is listener-supported by way of buymeacoffee.com backslash Tara L. Eastman. Let us pray. Oh God, hear our prayer. The joys, the sorrows, all our cares. Oh God, hear our prayer. The joys, the sorrows, all our cares. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer.